Ladies and gentlemen, it's the geeky side. It's your host with the most, Will Nix, and his co-host, the hostess with the most, is Tyra Burton. Tyra, how have you been? It's been a while. I know. What the hell happened? Well, um, well, pretty much that. It's the holidays and grading. Um, yeah. That's what happened. Yep, and, yep. and we both got sick. And we both got sick, and you had we had a con. We had I, I couldn't make it because I was sick, and oh, no. it just it was like the geeky side was piloting long fine, and all of a sudden we took a crash course into the Bermuda Triangle. And we did, and we were we, we but we've made it out. We have, we have survived, and we you know we brought skeletons, and it's you know really good. So well, and and gifts we got. Oh gifts. yes, and gifts. Oh, oh, tons of gifts. But, but uh, are you? Be- you- is your family finally feeling better? Yes, the family is better. I am, I am, however, still probably you know committable. So I, I can't really. <laughs> well, mental we, health is very serious to me, but I make fun of my own. Well, <laughs> let's just say this: I am. We had, uh, we went to have dinner to celebrate Will's birthday, yes, sir. and we had an awesome time uh, playing the Harry Potter game, which we are definitely going to have to talk about. Oh, definitely, that was an awesome game. It was awesome, and we promptly the next day his family got sick, and Shane and I looked at each other and went, "We're going to kill him if we get this." <laughs> yep, it, it was not a it was not a good time for all at all, and my mother caught it, and she's now in the hospital. And, oh no! Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's been one of those. Oh, hun. I know it's okay. It's okay. She, you know, she's getting good care, so she'll be fine. And my brother, you know, is just <sighs> and take a breath. I'm glad to have to be back on the geeky side. I have missed this. I've missed this too. So we are here. We are back, and we're committed to driving yes. you crazy once a week with our geeky thoughts. Yes, yes, yes. So, Lots of geeky things to talk about. Uh, big movie releases coming up. I'm Big so excited. Movies. Did you watch the football game? I did watch the football okay. game. We we watched the football game as well, even though we didn't really. Have a, I, you didn't have a stake in the winning and everything. I, I have seen the quarterback from Clemson play, Trevor Lawrence. So I really wanted to see him kick the crap out of Alabama. And he did it. So, I, it was awesome. <laughs> yes. And as a, you know, as someone who, you know, roots for Georgia sports, I, you know, he's a high school graduate from Cartersville. I'm, you know, like I said, watched him play, watched him kick our butt. Uh, so. You well, know, it was good. Good to see him do be successful on the big on the big field. Now, did you guys get the commercial for Cartersville? Yes. So yes. that was that to me was like the geeky marketing thing that happened in it was oh, they yeah. actually had this commercial talking about uh, Cartersville, where the Telus uh, Museum is. Yep. The Science Museum, which is so awesome, and I have not been there yet. <gasps> shame, shame. I know shame. we need to do a field trip. It's going to be the field geeky trip. side field trip. Okay, right I like there. it. I'm excited. All but, sorts of other geeky news, though. I mean, um, we've got Captain Marvel coming out in about two months now. And another trailer released, and not full of nostalgia, just not full of all the 90s nostalgia like the first one is. This one actually has some storyline stuff, and it looks really good. I I loved it. I just loved it. I'd like to go ahead and say this on the record because you'll disagree with me um, in a fun way. Uh, this, is, this is where DC's screwing up by not getting another Wonder Woman out quick. Oh, no, no, I totally agree with you. <gasps> you agree with me about DC Screw? I totally oh. agree with you. I think that um, they are very, like, when Wonder Woman hit, yeah. they needed to hit that hard. And I, I don't mean that in the way it sounds. But... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm glad you made that joke because if I had, well, we'd have gotten letters. We'd have a lawsuit. <laughs> anyway, but, <laughs> but it's, you know, it's that iron. It's like strike while the iron is hot. And the iron is hot with Wonder Woman. They did got the Aquaman movie out, which is man candy for, you know, (sighs) Jason Momoa. I I love the sense of humor they had with the posters. You know, it's a comic movie. Don't worry. Jason Momoa is wet. (laughs) You know, it's like, (laughs) wow. 
He is rather fine. Oh, he, he, he and the movie is hilarious. Long but good. It's okay. a good fun movie. Well, we're going to lock ourselves in the house. Um, we're going to invite people to come, but they have to be quiet uh, because we need to catch up. Shane and I are so far behind. It's Yes, you are. It's not even funny how far behind we are. Decades at this point. It's, Sorry. No, it feels like... Do you, okay, so here's confession. I have oh. never seen the original Iron Man movies. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, our new host, co-host of <laughs> Geeky Side, <laughs> will be airing next week. <laughs> So as Tyrus Geek Court has probably been revoked. Thank you. It's, it's so funny. The like I've seen ones of them, but I, I. So we're just gonna start there and line them up and watch them, and we're gonna let people come in. We Make can have we have meals. We can have snacks, but you can't talk during the movies. That's hard. Well, you can talk a little, but not much. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, if Tyre holds up the stick, you got to be quiet. <laughs> Like driveways during the Star Wars films at your house. It's like you cannot, you can only go to this point and talk about spoilers of the film. That's true. We actually did that one year. You did. You did. I know. I was there. That's right. Because I, it was uh, the first Star Wars movie. Yep. And we actually had a friend, David, who had not seen a trailer, not seen a preview, yep. avoided all mentions, all images. Did not see the Force Awakened and was waiting. And he hadn't seen it. So I was like, people, if you want, you have to go. Mm-mm, mm-mm. We were outside. We all talked outside. <laughs> we did. It was killing us. It was yep, killing us. It was us. cold. It was, not, it was not a warm Christmas like this one. It was a cold one. It was cold. But it was killing us not to talk inside the house about it. So we were yes. all well behaved. Uh, speaking of the holiday season, did you get any cool geeky gifts? Well, yes, I did. I Ooh. got tons of geeky gifts. Okay. I got all the geeky shirts this year. Ooh. I got... I got a Buffy the Vampire Slayer shirt. I got a Buffy the Vampire Slayer sweatshirt. Wow. Thanks so much, Corey. Um, which nobody at work realizes is a Buffy the Vampire Slayer shirt. They think it's where I went to high school. Um, oh, except my friend hilarious. Jackie. Jackie realized it, and it was really good. She's like, slaying much? I'm like, I love you. <laughs> so um, my wife got me all sorts of geeky stuff. Everything I got was something geeky-related. I got a little mini arcade. I got all sorts of just fun. Lots of fun things. Very cool. Yeah. Why? Munchkin, some more Munchkin games. Oh, I like I like Munchkin uh, Munchkin up until like the last two rounds. Yes, and then that way it gets evil, and then it becomes evil. It's like, oh my it god, I didn't know you could be that bad. Yeah, it's just like Uno and it's like you know Uno and the last couple of rounds are out to kill. Yes, it's definitely yes. out to kill. Yes, but uh, my husband bought me geeky underwear. Okay. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Torrid is the place to go. All right. Uh, they have uh, her universe has stuff there, so I have Harry Potter and Wonder Woman. There we go. I know, and a Cardinals T-shirt because that's my husband's thing. What's really funny is a friend of mine was complaining about that. Her son, who's about you know, he's around 11, 12 years old, was talking about how he, he wanted some more Pokemon underwear, and it's you can get it, and she says you can get it in size eight, and you can get it in size thirty six. That they just stopped making it for you know. Tweens and teenagers, and I'm like, that's just kind of sad. That is sad. I have to say that. Well, you know, I'm a larger size girl. I'm a I'm a fluffy girl, and it has been like there was like a dearth of t-shirts, fun uh-huh. stuff, clothes up until Torrid a couple of years ago. Really expanded. It really so, like, got that market. Yeah, they do. I have a great uh, coat inspired by Beauty and the Beast. I have a coat that's from. Uh, the Harry Potter series. I have these great Hogwarts alumni t-shirts. Nice. You know, and and so it's cool. I mean, I think that um, having them for all sizes and ages is a really good thing. 
Yeah, well, I mean, anytime you can open up your market to other customers, and I mean, stop cutting us off. You know, stop telling us when it's too, you know, too old, too young, blah blah blah. Right. So or too it's fluffy. just that kind of stuff. Or too fluffy. Or too fluffy. I do wish that, um, like, we I bought some T-shirts from Tea Turtle this time. Right. For um, my friend uh, Jennifer, I got her one about sarcasm because she happens to be. A I saw sarcastic. that. It's very. She yes, yes. She's so cute, but. It, um, and I bought me one that says fight like a princess and it has like um, right. Murda and Mulan and Rapunzel on it. Okay. Um, and, but they don't have talls. No. And my husband, so I can get him a 3X. But it still won't reach his belly button. And yeah. I'm like, okay, let me see if I can pull, stretch, pull, stretch. So yeah, yeah. I, I would like to put out there that we need tall, tall shirts. shirts. Yes. Tall shirts. Yep. So I bought my own Kiki presents. Okay. Um, well, I bought my husband geeky presents, so right. I got him a Ravenclaw. No, I got him a Gryffindor because he's a Gryffindor. Right. Um, beautiful Tor- Turvis tumbler. They had buy one get one. Mm-hmm. So I got me a Ravenclaw. <laughs> well, I got Laura everything that was Outlander. Well, that was a good call for you. Yeah, because you know how much she's obsessed. So I do. Um, I've watched all the episodes again, uh, against my will. But this time, you know, it's, some of it's good, some of it. I'm like, okay. Um, but she loves it, and I, I'm not making fun of her for that. She she loves it, and it's her thing because she doesn't make fun of my geeky stuff. That's good. And, and so, I mean, we, we never have. We, we actually embrace each other's geek. We're probably going to go up and watch Stranger Things again tonight. Um, it's, it's I got her all – I mean, everything outlined you can think of. I mean, last year I got her this, you know, the, her own Scotsman hanging up in here. Uh, and I've got – you know, she's got the, the journal, the calendar, you name it. Other things are still coming. I got something coming from India from all places. Oh. And, I'm, and I'm not making fun of it. I'm just saying it's the fact that it, it was the only place that made this one particular geeky item. I'm like, that's just really strange. You know, my husband has an obsession with Wish. Really? Yeah. He buys the coolest things for like a penny off of Wish. Okay, I'm going to have to hook, get him to hook me up. Yeah, I mean, it's hit and miss. Now, some things just, you know. Yeah, yeah. But every now and then, like his favorite um, sunglass clip to go on his visor is from Wish.com. Yeah. Nice. So who knows? He's just he's crazy. Well, let's talk a little bit about some geeky things that have been going on. Um, a little controversy in fandoms here lately. Um, let's Pray talk tell. about those. Well, yeah, let, let's let's talk fandoms. What do you think of when someone says fandoms, Tara? Well, as I often say, I failed. I almost failed. I I could talk really. I could when we started this program. <laughs> I could. I almost failed French. In high school, uh, after failing Spanish in elementary school, so you're beginning to see a trend here that I'm not good with languages. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, yeah. I decided that it would be a good idea to take Latin, Ooh. which I actually passed. But um, so from Latin, I've always learned let's break down words. Uh huh. You know, so what is fan? If we're going to talk about fandom, fanatic. yep, it's from fanatic, and yes. so it's about obsession. It's about <laughs> So f- fandoms are dumb fans. <laughs> Fandom. <laughs> oh. oh, come on, come oh. on. English dad joke. English dad joke. Come on. Oh, that was that was bad. Okay. It was really bad. Yeah. I'm just gonna ignore it and go back to fanatic again. Good, good, good. Go back to fanatic. <laughs> there we go. So it is. It's about being fanatical, being crazy obsessed, loving something. I think there's definitely an emotional component. And there's, part of and, there's, and there's and there's certain lines that people don't cross and others do. I mean, I'm not on Reddit every day reading every fan theory or writing new fan theories or writing new fanfic. 
when it comes to stuff. But I, I appreciate those who do. That's what they enjoy. Right. I mean, I certainly, there was a point in my life where I read a lot of fanfic um, about some TV shows. and yeah. But I've never been into Reddit. Um, Me either. I, I, I try. And I dabble. And then it's just like, it's not my place. Yeah, I, I've, um, it's a little toxic. It was really interesting. I went to a workshop on um, that the Search Engine Journal did, and they had somebody talk about Reddit at it. Yeah. And um, he was super excited about it. And it was very interesting, the gender divide in the room about Reddit. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, no, it's definitely one of the places you go for fandom news, depending upon what your fandom is. And so that kind of right. begs the question, what can have a fandom? Exactly. I don't think there's a limit. I, I am. I, I honestly, I think the birth of fandoms is sports. If you really look at how people come around to being fans of things, I mean, who, who's a bigger geek than a football? Someone who's obsessed with college football. But I don't think they'd call themselves a geek. Oh, no. By no means would they do that because that would be an insult to them. Unless it's my husband in which case. Oh, yeah, your husband is a geek. I love him. He's you know, my, my big little brother. Um, <laughs> but I'm saying, though, that they are geeky, though. Uh, definitely about their their team. I mean, it's yes. definitely the obsession, fanatical. Yes. You know. Undying support. Go dogs in this house. Yeah. Like, oh, from no, him, not from I'll me. I'll say, you know, I didn't think you were allowed to say those words. <laughs> well, we, we have come to, so for those who do not know, I'm a second generation Georgia Tech alumni. My dad was a mechanical engineer from there. And so, and I have a master's. Yep. So, and my husband grew up in Athens. Uh, <laughs> So he Two dark sides houses joined together. Yes. And so our deal is that when they're not playing each other. You root for them. We root for the for the yeah. other, you know. And it's fine. And and sometimes it's, you don't want to be here. No. On Georgia, Georgia Tech Day, no. 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 And it's okay if Georgia's like Wampin Tech, then we're fine. Cause it, but if it's the other way. Uh, yeah, he can't handle it. No, it's not pretty. I love him, but he can't I, handle it. <laughs> I love him too. It was he scared our dog permanently. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, yes, two years ago. <laughs> no, it was. Um, we were we hadn't been together long. It was the first time Georgia Tech had beat them in a while. Oh boy! And I had gotten all the way. I'd given up on Tech. I'd gotten ready to go take a shower, and I hear him yelling from the den. Oh Get my gosh! Back here, your team's back. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's uh, that's my boy. Yeah, that's my, it that's was my awesome. Shame. My team won. <laughs> yes, yes, they did. Yes, they did. So, um, but yeah, no, I definitely think like we're both pretty fanatic, fanatical about the Cardinals. I love Yadi Molina, right. um, and I think there's a lot of people that like their their high school teams. Yes, they're still fans of. So I think sports definitely. How could it not fall into the fandom right, category? Really, what gets, that's what gets me is you know, that's one thing we talk about. You know, we bring up Dragon Con quite a bit. But it, it's this idea that there's this jock geek clash, and I'm going, they're just geeks in different uniforms, <laughs> you know. That is true. I, I mean, yeah, I'm wearing my Star Trek shirt. You're wearing your Alabama shirt. Go you. Um, well, and uh, for those who yeah. don't know, Dragon Con happens at the same time as the college um, football kickoff for Chick Fil A, and sometimes more than that game. Yes, all in the same Atlanta, like within blocks of each other. Yep. And uh, we'll be staying at the same hotels, and it's it's great. It's an interesting 
merging of things, shall we? We say. haven't had any revenge of the nerd moments and like jock on you know geek on jock crime or jock on geek crime. So I mean, I think it's a good converging down there. It's really great, especially at night when you're riding Marta to have all these people around and just cheering and yelling and having a good time, whether their team won or lost. People are just usually good sports, so I like it. Yeah, that, that's good. I don't it's, like the crowds. They needed to get a new hotel. That's <laughs> only for the crowd's sake. That's the only reason why. Yeah, they need they need a hotel at the stadium for the yep. football team. That would that's be right. awesome. That would be awesome. So stay away from our hotels. But you know, the rest the rest of the time we love you. <laughs> <laughs> but so sports definitely can have fandoms. Uh, obviously, like Harry Potter. Oh my gosh, Harry Potter. Well, okay, all right. Let's Star Wars. You want to get into a fandom? Hmm. Honestly, if it wasn't for the fandom, I don't know if we'd still have it around. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think the fans drove that. I think Star Trek is the same way. I oh, think, Star Trek. Oh, okay. I think Let's Star Trek might be. be the home of that. Yeah. yeah. I think Star, Star Trek's Trek. fans brought Star Trek back yes. over and over again. And continue to bring it back. I mean. Yes, in different ways. So I think Star Trek is probably. It's the first convention-based fan it wasn't started by yes. fans, but the conventions brought the show back. It brought the movies back. It, it wouldn't have done it without those. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And um, and actually, I do think some of like the fan, first fan conventions were based around uh, mm-hmm. Star Trek. There was some older stuff with Flash Gordon, and I saw some really cool stuff out of the forties and fifties with like oh. cosplay. Yeah, I was, I saw, I'll have to show you that one day. You but will. but the, the ones that ever took off were those Star Trek ones. The letter writing campaign actually is the reason why it has a second season. Well, that's good to know because heaven. Yeah. Because NBC had canceled it, and they're like, and they were like, no. <laughs> Even to the point of Doctor Martin Luther King's like, I need my Star Trek. Yes. Well, I knew he convinced <laughs> yeah. uh, Nichelle Nichols to stay, to stay on. on. Yeah, and she also called the networks, going, "Um, that's my show. <laughs> <laughs> we need to keep." The- and he was right, though. I mean, yeah, Star Trek. If you look at it in terms of uh, making a racial statement, yeah, Roddenberry made a huge statement. Several times. Yes. He, I mean, not just the moment, the, the kiss moment, but so many other times. The just, whole, the, the arguing over race and making it stupid. I mean, just, well, yeah. just the bridge itself. Yes. Who was on that bridge? Men and women. Men, women, different ethnicities, and different colors. species. Yep. Yes. The, he was making a statement, and it was a beautiful statement, and it was very, it was one of those that you kind of went, oh. Oh. I didn't oh. even know we were making that statement. Oh. He was making that. Which yeah, is the best I really kind. think you. Yes, yeah, the best kind of statement is when you. And you know, he did get overt in a couple of episodes. He gets really overt with some of the statements. But you know what? We needed that too. Well, it was the sixties. Was it right? Well, hell, we need some of them now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, nope, okay. So Star Trek and Star Wars, Harry Potter. Uh, yep. What's probably your biggest fandom? Oh, I'm. Mine is probably Buffy the Vampire Slayer. See, I, I did not know that. See, I am a huge Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan, and yeah. always have been. I, I, you know, Spike, you know, Spike over Angel. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I know. Absolutely, uh, I'm over that. I agree. Yeah, I, I am a huge, huge Buffy fan. Uh, rewatch the series at least once or twice a year. You know, try to get it in. I followed the comics for a while. I don't follow the fanfic. I'm not. I, I don't care what Spike and you know X is doing with this. Not give me some Joss Whedon official. I guess I'm a Whedon verse kind of guy. Okay. I like I like Serenity. I, I like um, I like a lot of his shows. I like I like the stuff he produces. I love what he does in movies. Um, but uh, lately, it's Marvel. I'm a huge Marvel fan, not just movies, but I was a comic book. I mean, I'm a comic book geek. I can talk about it for hours. But it's hard for me to just say this is my one area. And I've, you know, I, if you haven't couldn't tell, I'm a huge, huge Star Wars fan. 
Yeah, I think um, we're both we're both huge Star Wars. I'm a I'm a huge Star Trek fan. Yes, um, especially Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. That was probably my first like. Yeah, mine too. The first touch of fandomness. Yeah, I mean, I I did kind of swoon when I first met Dirk Benedict. Well, I mean, you know, I'm yeah, <laughs> I did too. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> restraining orders. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. But I'm for a huge a, Thrones fan right now. So you see, and we haven't. I, I know. Game of Thrones is not my kind of thing because I, I like to get to know my characters and I really don't want them to die. Well, ours I, is a more realistic. <laughs> we kill them. Everybody <laughs> dies. Everyone <laughs> dies. Except for the awesome characters. Awesome characters don't die. So I thought everybody died. No, no. Keep watching. It gets good. Okay. You got to give it a chance. Um, no, there's so much things. There, there's so many things. That's the other thing is I don't like to list myself as this kind of fan because I like a lot of stuff. I mean, I, we talked about this before. We both like episodic dramas. We both enjoy all sorts of different things at different times. You know, it's like I get into moods. Like I'll get into a mobster mood and watch all the mobs, you know, any kind of mobster movie or any kind of crime drama, and I just oh get into it. I love. Oh, so okay. So the reason we kind of thought to have this conversation is because I'm teaching a class. That's right. On the marketing of fandom. Yep. And so, uh, it was just like the yesterday we had our first class. And so I asked them what their fandoms were. And, um, this one girl was like, Oh, well, I really like the bachelor, but is that a fandom? I'm like, Oh yes, that's a fandom. Yes, definitely. It's been on long enough. Well, it's been on long enough. They, they talk about it. There's a tremendous social uh, media uh, conversation going on about it. There was another young lady who liked Grey's Anatomy. Oh uh, yeah, that was her fandom. That's my kid. My kids are super that and Supernatural. Yes, and Stranger Things. Those, Stranger, yeah, love Stranger Things. Love those three. Stranger. One of the guys loved The Office. Nice. That's a huge fandom. Yeah. The memes that keep coming out and uh, yeah, uh, yeah, this great stuff. So in terms of you know like how we market that, think about I mean The Bachelor is like yeah, just keeps chugging along. It just won't die. It won't die. <laughs> Um, well, Survivor is still on. I mean, you know, if you think about these kind of shows that have been on almost twenty years. No, it's and one of my one of them actually said Survivor, right? So, which I was really tickled about. It was really interesting. We had a really diverse um, set of what we liked and what everybody liked. Good, good. And uh, so we ended up picking, I think, twelve topics is what we went with. Nice. And um, where are they? I actually have a list if I can get past my pet pictures. We just celebrated my dog's anniversary of being with us. Um, So we're doing The Office and Survivor, Grey's Anatomy, um, League of Legends. We're doing Riverdale. Hey, speaking of League of Legends, my team made it to the state playoffs, Tara. (gasps) That's right. I'm so excited. How did they do? We did. We we lost. It was it was a good match, but we lost, and we lost to a, a good team. They're going to go on and you know hopefully do well. But the, th- the thing is, they drew the number one seed the next round, so oh. <laughs> they may not do so well. But uh, I'm very proud of us. First uh, first team in school history. First team to make it to the playoffs. You, you know you can only be the first of so many things. So uh, we had a winning season. So first winning season. Um, I'm just I'm just proud of the kids. I would have loved us to go on further. I think we could have won the match, but you know what? They're getting used to playing with each other, and four out of the five players had only maybe played the game once. Oh, that's that's amazing. It's pre- yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm really happy with them. So well, I I I think that's great, especially for your first um, time out there. Yeah, I think and we got two new, two new games this spring. So oh, doing so you got 
Yep, to so, smite in Rocket League is our so new season. What it, explain to me the seasons for esports? Because okay. I mean, if we want to talk about fandoms, I think right. we have oh, to talk about yeah, games. games. Oh, I agree. And huge well, esports stuff. Well, it's new in Georgia high schools. It's new in high school. This uh, Play VS is the company we, we that, that that is used by the Georgia High School Association. It is now a recognized sport um, in, in Georgia for Georgia high schools. And our season runs February twenty fifth through May 9th. That was this. This is the upcoming season. Our past season just ran October through um, January, and we played a ma- we played two matches a week, and and it's going to be a little different in the spring because it's different games. It's going to be one match a week for the games, and, and uh, but there are multiple games this time you can compete in. So it's going to be really interesting. I mean, I've, I've I've only coached league, and now we're doing league, Rocket League, and um, Smite. And I'm very I'm in, I'm really interested to start playing some of these games, and I, I've got some, my my gamers are hanging around me a little more and. I, I had I have it's actually led to some very teachable moments in my class too, as I'm a computer science teacher and talking about the negative and tox- toxic side of gaming. Mm. And there and is some. we'll have there to is. there is and um, that's definitely a future conversation. It really is, and I don't want to get into all that tonight, but it's led to some really positive co- you know comments and maybe learning how to speak to others well and not and enjoying the victory but not being a troll. Yes. Yeah, which we could teach some political leaders. I don't know. Um, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, shots fired, man down. Okay. But again, it's all in humor, people. It's all in humor. Well, that's the same thing. Because um, I think there was a girl gamer who actually yeah. uh, quit a, an Overwatch uh, yep. team or, or, or moment because of... Oh, there's it's it's so many. The bullying, the bullying is is the dark side of gaming that we have yet addressed because it's okay. I'll, can I can I confess to something? Okay, be careful. I was an online gaming bully. <gasps> no. Yes, because we didn't consider it bullying. It was smack talk, oh. and we who could talk the most smack. But it's tur- but what's happened? It's turned into a bullying environment. You see that to me, there's a very big difference I, between I talking agree. smack. I agree. I agree. I never meant any harm. Well, I think there's a, there is a huge line between talking smack yeah. and being a bully or being um, harasser. Harasser. And, I mean, because yes. like I've played PvP in WoW, and right. I've certainly talked smack with the you other talk some teams. Good smack. Don't even you talk smack even when we're playing board games. You talk smack. No, I don't. You do it so fun. I don't. I'm good. Anyway, uh, <laughs> as I was saying, I mean, but we like there was one team we played. And they crossed the line. They said certain yeah. female body part words yep. that they should not have, and we yep. turned them in. It was fine up until then, but there, there's a line, and you should know where that line is. Well, we had a, we had an episode very similar in one of our early matches, which I had to contact the our host association, and they went, yeah, that's too far. And They actually paid for four of our licenses, so it kind of worked out. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I'd go, I, yeah, if anything I'm a, a geeky fan of is getting the best deal. So... <laughs> It's good to be forgotten. Or as a friend of mine says, Ferengi. That's right. I'm a little Ferengi when it comes to it because, well, I've done it for you. You've gotten fridges at Dragon Con you weren't supposed to get. That's true. Yes. <laughs> he was my assistant. <laughs> Hi, this is – I'm in so much trouble. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. I don't know. Well, this year we got our meal free because they screwed yep. that up anyway. Hey, shower incident of 2014. That was my favorite. Yeah, we, we sat in the room because the the shower would go from hot to cold in a heartbeat. <laughs> it always happened when Will was in the shower. 
We got free parking. We got a discount. We got some meal coupons. We got everything because I was livid. He was because, like, I'm the cursor of the two of us. Like, if somebody's going to drop the F-bomb, it's going to be, be me. You. Yeah, it'll be you. No, it Not was Not that day. It Not was that him. day. It and it great. wasn't just one. No. <laughs> I sang in profanity. It was it was awesome. I just it was like a musical. <laughs> it was a musical. <laughs> it was great. Um, Thank you for shows, though, and thanks. I mean, thinking of musicals and make The Golden Globes were this week. Yeah, they just uh, they happened on Sunday night. Yeah, and uh, Black Panther was nominated, and other genre films have made it, and musicals really dominated, Bohemian Rhapsody and other things. Bohemian Rhapsody was the surprise winner of yeah. the uh, the Drama Movie Award. Best uh, Actor. Uh, yes, he got – and that, I don't think that was terribly – I wasn't surprised by that because – I wasn't surprised as much build-up to it, but they had like it was some sort of huge deal, and I'm like – um. This was, everybody kept saying it was the most lauded performance of you know this year. I don't know why we're all shocked. Well, and it, I will say this: it was a tremendously diverse award show. Yes. And um, the young lady who whose name has escaped me, who hosted it, um, talked about why she chose to host. Right. And she said that part of it she wanted to be a part of this moment where she could say, "I see you," you know, and here we are. Right. And. Um, and we saw that at Dragon Con this year. I mean, you and I have talked oh, about oh, how, gosh, yes. how much more diverse it was. Thank you, Black Panther. Thank you, Black Panther. Thank you. Th- um, I actually have pitched next year. I've already started pitching a panel called um, – I know. I, I, I never can stop. Uh, pitching a panel called um, when, What Happens When Our Dreams Come True and Turn Into Nightmares. And it's about the Disney acquisition of oh, Marvel. Yeah. And not the, but the actual acquisition of Fox and this huge coming together of all this stuff. And them getting the rights back to all these characters, and we're losing all the Netflix shows. Yes, and so yeah, it's bad. It's sad. Yes, it is great that they're back in with you know hopefully being brought into the Marvel universe. I hope that will happen. But it's sad that Disney is killing something that is beloved, especially Luke Cage. Oh um, yes, yeah they've they've killed Luke Cage. They're killing all you know they've already canceled it. They've already canceled Iron Fist. Uh, Punisher's going to be probably canceled at the end of this season. Uh, Daredevil's gone, which is my favorite of them all. Not because of anything, not because of the performers necessarily, except for Charlie Cox, think he's amazing, but because of the storyline. Thought it was great. Luke Cage, just I love everything about the actor, the show, the tension. The only thing I never thought is they never got a good bad guy, in my opinion. They didn't have that really good. They have a good bad guy. Let me get that. They don't have a good comic bad guy. Let me put it that way. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll buy that. A comic book bad guy. You just you, the the villains look silly compared to them. And that's my only issue. Now, the the main antagonist is awesome. The lady, the, the actress is amazing. She's powerful. I don't want to mess with her. Or find her on a dark corner. But Luke Cage is like, I can kill you with my hands, you know, because he's Luke Cage. Well, he's Luke Cage, and yeah. he is one handsome. He is a he's a good looking dude. He's a good looking man. <laughs> he's also okay. Let's just say this: the actor is amazingly nice too, and he's good with fans. He is, he's, he's and so good. is Charlie Cox and all the rest of them. Yeah, but but he's exceptionally approachable. You really do think you can just sit up and have a beer with a guy, and he'd just be cool. I think that actually that whole the whole Marvel universe has gotten very lucky. Oh with yeah, the actors to, that have played yes. them. I mean, and they've gotten rid of ones that won't. Yes. I mean, one of my favorite actors, but I've heard he's a jerk. Is Ed Norton, and originally he was the Hulk until he was a jerk, and they replaced him with Mark Ruffalo. I did not know that was why they did. Yeah, he was a jerk. Won too much control and power. Wouldn't promote. 
wouldn't do any of the promotions for the films because he didn't get his way, which is very stereotypical Edward Norton behavior. So, yeah. That's sad. Yeah, but it really is because Ed Norton, like I said, a tremendous talent. Tremendous talent. But you also see that, I mean, and you know, we're talking about the negative side of fans and things like that. And you know, some of my sad news was James, when James Gunn was removed from Disney yeah. over his older stuff and some of his newer things. And I'm, I'm not defending everything he said, but at the same time, I'm going, you knew about this then when he first started these films. Whereas I, I don't understand yeah. the new outrage. This, to me, this past year was a little bit of let's relive outrage. Or rehash? Yes, outright. rehash. Rehash might be the it's, the, it's the inability to accept that people can change and move forward. Yes. yes, just because certain people can't doesn't mean we can't accept others who do. Right. And if he hadn't, then I think they're perfectly justified. And also, maybe he has a twisted sense of humor. Mm. And some of, the st- some of the later stuff. I'm not talking about the early stuff where he got into far, But he has a twisted sense of humor. But that's also one of the reasons why we liked him as, as the director. Because he would look at the twisted side of things that we do. I agree. Yeah, I'm not saying again, not justifying anything he said or did, but at the same time, I understand people who have a. I'm a South Park fan, and there's nothing more warped or messed up than May and Trap Tra- Tra- that Matt Stone and Trey Parker. I love their their wickets. That they have they have offended me. They yeah, have. They've, they've offended it. everybody though, which is great. That's they're why like, you love them. They're like a one stop offending yes. universe, and that's good because yes. they because they don't pick favorites. They just offend everybody. Yes. And they invite people to come on the show yes. when, and when they're offending them. It's awesome. Yes. Uh, and, and it's just great. And they don't – and again, they, don't, they hold nothing sacred when it comes to being – it's kind of like Monty Python. They, they, honestly, I, I loved an intro they did years ago. Monty, the crew from Monty Python got out there and introduced an episode from South Park, and it's like if anybody has our heir apparent, it's these guys. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Because I'm a huge Monty Python fan too. Oh, I love Monty Python. I would actually not equate those two, but if they say it's true, I guess it must be. Well, if you look at their early skits, especially when they're handling handling politics and religion, yes. they they hold no bar. I I would agree with that. That's their that's their that's why they're saying the equivalent. It's a different kind of humor, but they're saying here's here's the satire that we used to try to do. True that. So I did find the thing that happened with Overwatch, and I was a, I want to okay. make sure that we. Um, that set the record straight. It was an Overwatch contenders, Ellie. Um, yeah. And Ellie w- was joined um, Second Win, which is an esports team participating in Overwatch contenders. They contracted her. She was the fourth ranked player on North American servers. She joined the team, and there was a lot of. She was harassed and accused of being faked because of her anonymity. She wouldn't say who she was. And, um, well, guess what? She was fake. Yeah. And she, oh. she was a guy, and his name is, I did not know that. I did not catch all of this either. This uh, is an update, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, from, yeah, just the other day. Uh, username was Punisher. He's a male huh. North American pro player. Uh, um, and yeah. Second Wind, which was the team, um, was trying to fill out the roster. It overlooked crucial information that resulted in the controversy. Um and they made it to be a bullying and shaming kind of thing. Yeah. Well, what's happened yeah. is um, Liz Richardson said this. Um, I am seven uh, curse words, thousand levels of livid about the Ellie situation. People involved aside, the stunt, quote unquote, will have lasting ramifications for any woman uh, yep. person trying to get into contenders. Um, they will all now be subject to laugh out loud. Are you real harassment? Which is true. She's the managing it, editor of Overwatch Score. 
And this is and this is a this is something. Uh, and again, I'm going to go back to the early days of online gaming. This has been a running joke though for 20 years. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. And you know that I'm not saying that in a bad way about actual women gamers, because you know me, I, I may very much support women gamers. I, I, I actively recruit, I get people involved. I I want I want them to be I want them to be seen, heard, and you know I am woman, hear me roar. I really do believe that. But at the same time, the guys faking to be girls has been going on since I've been playing. Well, it, absolutely, but I think this is different because this is a pro situation. Oh no, this is a, no this this is a, this is a scumbag move. I'm right. not defending this move. I'm just talking about how how this joke has been run in and gaming forever. Not well, the fact that it's yeah right because guys anyway. play girl characters. Yes, and, um, and go too far. <laughs> but I will tell you something that's hilarious. There's nothing like being. I was in a uh, a a PVP battle. And I said, I wish that I need this to come down and attack us because my husband's going to be home soon. And they were like, what? You're a girl. I'm a girl, my husband. And what's even better is when you're in raid and your male healer says, Hey dudes, we got to hurry. My husband's going to be home soon. Dead silence. Yep. 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 And you know, we were very strict on everybody was welcome. And, after he went on, they were all like, he's gay. And we're like, mm-hmm. And if you're not okay with it, you can leave. You can leave. <laughs> yep. But I don't um, care what you are. You're an amazing healer. You stay. <laughs> that's right. He was great. I love healing with Cub. It's the healer joke because it's trying to find a good healer in any raid party, no matter what the game. It's hard. It's true. They actually helped um, when uh, Wrath of Lich King came out. They actually took turns leveling with me because I was leveling as holy. There you go. Uh, so I wanted to tell you that Overwatch uh, has uh, Kim Seon. Uh, yep. I can't say her last name. I'm saying I, it poorly, but her first name is Kim. Yes. And uh, she's in Overwatch's League's first female player for sure in Shanghai Dragons. And Liz Richardson actually comes back and says something in another tweet that she did. By the way, way her handle is M-I-Z-L-I-Z underscore. Um, it was a hard day to be a woman in Overwatch esports, but you know what you can do to stick your middle finger in the air if you have the energy? Play the game. That's right. Pick stay, up the control. Stay angry. Stand up for other women in the scene, and we will get through this together. And I think that's true. Well, good for her because she really needs to step up and say that's just not great. And girls do need to come in and just play this game wholeheartedly and take over. Oh, and I, I don't need that we take over, but at least get our, our share oh, yeah. of the landscape. So uh, go play, go whatever your thing is, whatever your yep. fandom is, regardless of. Don't let like, don't let stupid guys drive anybody out. Yeah, I'm going to say that right. That or I if, mean, if it's something that girls like and you're a guy, get into get, it. Get into it. Who cares? I mean, let's say you're um, a planner fanatic because I've noticed there's a lot of women that are into planning planners. Yep. And you're a guy and you're into them. Come on, we'll we'll invite you in. Yep. We don't yep, care. Yep. So whatever it is, our bachelor. Oh, that was the hilarious thing. So during class, uh, one of the students really loved bachelor. And so these guys um, who I'd been talking about Hearthstone and World of Warcraft with and this other section of the class that had no idea what we were talking about. Right. And then she started talking about the bachelor. And one of them was talking about the the hot tub in the middle of the parking lot. And, <laughs> and they're like, what the hell are they talking about? I'm like, this is how they feel when you talk about gaming. Gaming, yes. <laughs> this is called jargon. Yes. <laughs> and there is, there's like this language. Um, oh, fandom that, language? That goes with fandoms. Oh, yeah. That I mean, we, we go over the 900 terms just with Harry Potter. I mean, just the term sure. muggles alone. You know, just 
yeah, it's such a such an insult. <laughs> well, isn't it in the dictionary now? Yeah, I think it may be. It may be. Um, English teacher here is not double checking, but it, it may be. I, did you just, see the silly? Did you see the silly uh, Harry Potter controversy this week? No, I did not. It was in one of the um, the Harry Potter verse news dumps that they, they they let out something new about the, you know kind of not new but kind of like I don't know tweet something funny about the Harry Potter universe and it's usually something silly and they were talking about in, the installing of bathrooms in uh, Hogwarts <laughs> and that before that wizard, witches and wizards just went and made it all disappear whatever they wanted to they would just go and then just make it disappear. <laughs> And fans lost their mind. Like, how, how, why would they? Uh, indoor plumbing has been around since the Romans, and da 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 da, da you know, and chamber pots, and all. Why would they just stand and go and you know, it was it, all this just outrage? And the problem it was really funny is that it's, it's come to find out it, it's been known since the Chamber Secret. That's what uh, J.K. Rowling has thought about it. She released it with a description of the chamber, so it's not a news news. They just took this excerpt that no one had ever read <laughs> and tweeted it out and. Kaboom! Fandom explosion. Nothing is quite as as hilarious as a fandom explosion. Oh, my, I don't. I, yeah, but you know, it gets toxic sometimes. Star Wars is Star Wars is particularly toxic right now. And you know, I don't. I, I'm not the biggest fan of the new movies. I enjoy having new Star Wars. I'm going to say it like that. Yeah. But I, what I really hate about them, about what's going on in the new movies, is all this fake rage towards Ray. And any person of color, any any woman really in it outside of Princess Leia, and it just makes me mad that people can't appreciate just having some Star Wars. Well, and I think if you like, I'm not a, a huge fan of the whole thing that no. happened uh, in the last movie, and we'll talk about this no. when we do Star Wars. But even though I wasn't a fan of that, what they did in the movie, I didn't have any problems with the actress, right? You know, and. That to me is the tragic thing. I mean, these uh, Ray, the lady who plays her, has been chased off of Instagram, and yes, she used to have a beautiful Instagram account. I just want to slap people. Right, right. It, it just, and I'm I'm worried about you know I'm honestly worried about the fanboy culture, and that's what we really are getting into is fanboy culture of what's going to happen with Marvel, with Captain Marvel taking this big step, and if how how that's going to how that's going to go down. Yeah. Well, we'll see shortly. Yes, very shortly, actually. We will see. Two months. I will be there, opening night. So, well, it's been great talking fandom with you. It has been great talking fandom. Is it time to go? I think it's probably time to go. We've been hanging out for a little while now. Hey, we gave you something a little extra for being gone a little extra long. Uh, don't ever talk like that again. <laughs> <laughs> so, we promise to be back next week. I think next week we're going to talk about Star Wars, maybe? Star Wars. Star, Star Wars, Wars is coming up. Yep. And the whole Ferengi comment made me remember that we're going to be having um, a friend of mine, Jana Oliver. On, I'm actually a friend of Will's, too, because he helped A friend her. of mine. Yes. yes. Our and friend, she, and, Jana. And, and a, pretty much a sponsor of my son, because she loves my son more than she likes me. So That is true. Well, his son I mean, is pretty awesome. I have to tell you all this. I, I, but yeah. uh, I think she went to a Drac the Ripper convention. Yep. And we're going to have her come on and talk about uh, what she found out. Nice. And her experience. She loves, she wrote a great series called Sojourn, um, the Time River series. And it is fabulous. Won numerous awards, uh, but it's set in Victorian England during the time of Jack the Ripper. Awesome. And it is amazing. Well, we can't wait to have her because Janet, well, she's just fun. That's true. And then get ready, because coming the 1st of February, we're going to be talking about gifts for your geeky sweetheart. 
Oh, boy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the geeky side. This has been Will Nix, your host for the most, and my hostess for the most is Tyra Burton. Say bye, Tyra. Bye, y'all. <laughs> bye, everyone. Bye.